In this episode of Geocaching Adventures, we're going to bring you with us to Iceland. Where do you work? In the car? Where do you are? Tuned in, signals clear. Coming through, geocache talk. Geocache Talk Podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com and by AMS Travel Sales. AMS Travel Sales is proud to offer hosted geocaching tours and cruises. Join us as we hunt for geocaches on our travel adventures. And by JP's Geodesigns. JP's Geodesigns is one of the world's leading designers of geocoins. Contact them and get your next awesome geocoin design done. Check out their store and their website at jpsgeodesigns.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Hey everyone, time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Radio Public, I don't know, look around, you can find I'm sure, Spotify for sure. And that way you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and our patrons, Demon Hunter 2, Electric Waterboy, Aggie Jedi Master, Antaeus, Joshua the Geocaching Vlogger, Nick at Cashley, One Kind Word, Butterfly Girl, Loon Trackers, The Aussie Geocacher, Sodak Zach, hmm, wonder what he's up to, The Deadliest Cachers, Terrell 2, Neil Moore, Team D&D, Geocaching Adam, Peachy1276, The No-Code Geocachers, Curiosity Girl, Tick Magnet, Marsipanic, Bricker John, Firesafe, F.S. Abero, Geo Rick, Cash Attic Mel, Geocaching Janji, The Geocaching Junkie, Sir Drumalot, Janice, Tricassius, Tom Frey, Rugles, EGK, PBR, Casamaya, Master Sergeant USMC, Little Gears, Albedo 0.39, It's Only Barney, Purple Turtles 3, ACDC Family, None of It, Tidy, AFK Geocaching, Josh Boggs, Carrot Killer, Corsgat, Geocaching with Lampe, Bryn Tim 07, Dave and Karen of Cash Canada, Get Well Karen, Team Tailwagger, Black Chrome, Supernate, The Twonky, Burnt Turtles, Padib, Kazeli, Dragon, Gunter Hunters, Acme Wildcashers, P0001, ADK Sarah, Eastern Girls, KC, Billy Robson, Fox and the Hound, TX Wolf Totem, K Blast, Landlocked Pirate Fam, Statuki, Burns Fire, Hockey Zombie, and our new patrons, Ship to Shore, 
Hey, Holly, we went to sleep. I'm almost done. Stay with us, Jay. <laughs> hey, Jay Holly S. Geodandrew. Dire Wolf 821. Brian Russell and Sasquatch. Sasquatch Lover. Okay. I like that one. Sasquatch Lover. Sasquatch Lover. You think that they might even enjoy Land Monkey Show some, someday? Uh, you know what? Cashers with big feet. That's true. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get X tags, new blackout coins. Where's my blackout coin? I think jo- Jesse's got his around. There's my black. There's the blackout coin. What? Right yes, the blackout coin, baby. There we go. Look. Oh, oh, I got mine as well. I got to take it up on some trails today. In fact, sweet. We love that. It's a cool look. Cool look. We like the first. We like the original. But we like that one too. Um, other geocaching items during the year, well as bonus content. Invites to special events only for patrons. Support level start at $3 a month. Let me welcome my co-host, Jesse. Evening. And let's jump right into show 113 for August 26th as we welcome back to the show, Land Monkey. Hello and good evening. Welcome back to Geocache Talk. We, we caught that. him in one of those rare moments between traveling. So. <laughs> we did. You've got you've got fifty minutes, so <laughs> before you head out again, <laughs> that's it. We get fifty minutes, and that's it. Off he goes again. Well, he doesn't work, so you know you got to give him credit for. According to Scott, anyways, yeah, yeah. <laughs> professional geocacher, the first one. Yeah, him and yeah, I guess Scott uh, Miller, he kind of does that too a little bit. But all right, let's get in the new. We got a lot tonight. We want to kind of keep this nice tight show tonight because we got because life right we got life yeah <laughs> jesse's in the middle of moving a daughter i know I, my the mafia is decreasing in size one of them's moving out they're defecting they're defecting you can leave the mafia but apparently you can grow up and leave the mafia that's I'm not awesome. real happy about it <laughs> anybody knows how to put a hit out on somebody let me send me an email oh <laughs> might be careful about saying stuff like that on the internet and i'm just oh yeah that's right it could yeah <laughs> yeah this is not that kind of show guys we're this not doing that not going like that that's right um, you're gonna no, knock no. at the door people in suits that's no good no we don't want that <laughs> no 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 we love Haley. she's great but yeah, she's, she, she's she's growing leaving, up which is wrong leaving the nest yeah, um, they do. yeah well yours are how old are your kids jay uh, 20 and almost 19. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew they were, they've left the nest. Well, in sort of spirit. In spirit. <laughs> Kinda. Um, okay. We're going to, let's do some news. And, uh, as you know, uh, Jay, just jump in and, and comment as we go. So, um, geocache talk stash. We are up to tonight. We're releasing Clue 4-1. The reason I do that is because, and Jesse, I forgot to tell you about this, but as I've kind of kept my ear to the to the ground and listening to the people who are figuring out clues, they were they're kind of a little confused as to, uh, and so we need some clarification. So, okay, again, this is a specific clue, 
And Uh-oh. so we it's, got our man um, at the cash. Whoa! There's, must be finding some caches tonight. There's Zach. He's sideways though, so you're gonna have oh. to fix yourself. Oh, in, let me let me quickly. There you go. You know he may actually be sideways in the room though. You never know. <laughs> he could possibly yeah, be. That, he could be hanging off yeah. something. <laughs> I'm getting that uh, the ISS cache. Space station cash. Right. <laughs> there you <Sideways>. go. <laughs> hey, um, well, this is odd. What, 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 you're eating cheese. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's delicious. You got I just had a DNF earlier today, and I needed some nutrition to get get back out there tonight. Oh, to keep my, to we were kind of streak alive. We were kind of wondering why you were joining from your living room, eating cheese and. You got a beer? Yeah, it's a line and kugels here. Line and kugels. Line and kugels. I actually like line and kugels. Jay, you were gonna say something? I was gonna say when so when Zach feels like he's running low on energy and needs to to get a boost, it's uh, beer and cheese. That's, <laughs> yep. That's impressive. That's pretty Canadian, actually. Is yeah. that? Oh, there you go. Sort of poutine like, little, right? Just a little Canadian bacon in there as well. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got some protein. Huh? Cheese mm. and line and kugels is I like line and kugels. I've had a, I've had that before. I'm not sure where that's made. We'll have to somebody would have to kind of look for that, I guess. But yeah, I can, um, you can kind of get it anywhere. I think so. it's delicious. It's it's the sh- summer shandy that I'm drinking, uh, mm-hmm. and that's you know it's the end of summer here, so I gotta polish mm-hmm. off the rest of my summer shandies and right. Of course, get ready for get your ready. Food. Right, for the yeah. fall ales. <laughs> yeah, get those ciders and everything coming this fall. Well, well, while you're on eating beer yeah. and or drinking beer and eating cheese, uh, let oh, me no, ask I'm, you. I'm, eat, I'm eating, it's old. Eating, eating beer and beer drinking and cheese. Drink yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, we're going to talk to Jay here in a minute about his time in Iceland. Tell us real quickly about your your memories of, of geocaching in Iceland. Wow. I mean, Iceland, uh, and I'm, I'm sure Land Monkey will agree, it's it's a trip that everyone should take. Uh, it's also a surprisingly uh, budget-friendly trip you can take. Uh, they've kind of embraced that they're uh, a stopover city, so flights there are really, really cheap compared hmm. to going to anywhere else in Europe. Wow. Uh, Actually, not only have I been there when I first started geocaching, some of my first caches were some earth caches at like Gullfoss and up in Reykjavik there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just some awesome caches. Uh, and the, the size of the waterfalls there, like you can't even fathom being from the United States. <laughs> they, right. They are huge. Um, and just it's, it's a really rugged beauty. And... Uh, I really, really enjoyed my time there so much so that actually it's the front runner for Maggie's and my honeymoon next summer. Oh, very so cool. So I, may, very I cool. may be going back. Oh, there. that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. And just to put into perspective for listeners at how cheap it can be, we were looking at, you know, you, you, you look at like Ireland or London, mm-hmm. the tickets we were looking at for uh, there were anywhere between 900 to twelve or $1,300. Mm-hmm. Uh, for our round trip from where I'm at, right? Uh, to get to go to Iceland and back though is four hundred sixty dollars. Oh wow, half! Pretty oh much. my gosh! <laughs> yeah, the, the airfares are very reasonable. The 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 counter to that though is that it is expensive to eat. There. Yes, yeah, eating, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's always a trade off, right? Yeah, yeah. I would much rather trade off the expensive food for the 
airfare though because if i can just get there i can survive for a few days on minimal right. food right <laughs> well apparently some cheese and some beer yeah <laughs> right <laughs> The things I do for this show. I tell you, <laughs> the things we ask. Mm-hmm. Well, um, that, you, you know what? Mm-hmm. Eating cheese on the show is yep. utterly ridiculous. Oh my, oh. that's it. I'm, <laughs> I'm kicking you out. I'm kicking you out. Say goodbye. Oh, shoot. No, 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 no. no. There he goes. <laughs> wow, you were kidding. He's out. He's out of there. We kick him out. Right. One pun per show. He's on the show. Okay. So no puns tonight. No, I'm kidding. Oh. Well, then then you picked the wrong guest. I did. Okay. I did. Oh, really yeah. Did. All right. So sometime tonight, I assume we'll release a clue, uh, 4-1. Anyway, new yeah. loot. Let me show you the new loot. Um, and as, you, as we're kind of catching Land Monkey up on what we're doing for our show is – we're giving away lots of cool stuff. This is from uh, o- Wayne Borman over in, in England. It's a cool 3D printed cache. I've got... I've seen that bottom twists off. That's how it... It does. It's This is a cool... Um, Put like an O-ring on there to keep the water out? See, yeah, there's an O-ring on it. And it's also one of those... It's a puzzle in... So. Oh, that's very cool. That's very cool. Isn't that cool? So... Yes. Got that. We've got books. Here's a book from by by Janji, the geocaching Janji. We've got we got coins from Cashley. We've got all sorts of cool stuff in the in that's already in the treasure chest. And we're I adding, thought of a new rule for the game though. Okay. We set a date, and if nobody finds it by then, we get to keep all that cool crap. Keep all the stuff. <laughs> I know. We'll just split it and it grows. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. There is. It's growing every week and this is also being included now into the yeah. into the cat into the loot is the Treasure X um what do they call these things? It's a one of the packages with the uh where you excavate out and see what you win? Yes. Yeah, it's a Treasure X. I don't know if you've watched uh uh, Daryl, uh, Daryl before did a couple, uh, periscopes on it, but yeah. And, uh, it's got the instructions about what you do. It's got the whole, it's got yeah, the Joshua map just, and I don't know if you saw, Joshua just did a video on it yeah, this week. He did his he too. Did so opening his, so that's now magically, um, you know, one of those physics things that we don't understand. This is currently sitting out there somewhere in the lower 48 uh, waiting to be found, even though it's right here at the moment, it's not. It could be in one of the locations, at least That's four. Right. At least four. We haven't released anything else than that. People are guessing six and eight. We, we haven't told and we're not going to. You just got to figure it out on your own. So anyway, um, all right. That's enough about that. Uh, all clues are available anytime to find as well as the first two general clues. And then the last last clues have all been specific to their locations. So, all right, moving on. Discover the forest trackable promotion. Did you all, Jay, you hear about this one? I did. Yep. Uh, I saw that when that first came out and uh, gave it a, a monkey big thumbs up. Um, and even though... It's only Even available though, in the U.S. I didn't, uh, you know, I'm letting that go because that is not a decision of geocaching.com when that stuff happens. And this is by the U.S. Forest Service, so it makes sense that it would be mm-hmm. targeted towards the U.S. 
right. um, as a big user of the U.S. forest system when we go on our geocaching adventures. Um, I think it's great to promote it and get more of you folks understanding how your forest system works and get out there and enjoy it and take good care of it. So, you know, I happen to uh, might be able to get my hands on one of those. If you can get your hands on some Kinder eggs, we may be able to do some illegal over the border <laughs> trades here. I'm just going to throw something out there for you. Do a little. Because we can't get certain things that Canadians can get. So, try uh, a little geocaching contraband. Those, That's right. Super dangerous Kinder eggs that are big. I know. I mean, because, you know, I almost died when I ate mine. So. <laughs> You just pop the whole thing in your mouth and go, eh? That, uh, you know, I just forgot about the toy and just swallowed it all whole. Dang. <laughs> and we can't get Timbits down here, so I guess we can. Depends on what part of the... Depends what state you're in, yeah. Yeah. There yeah. actually are some Tim Hortons in the U.S. There are a few. But... It's just not the same, though, right? You're supposed there to get you it when you go to Canada. That's the, yeah. that's... that's the way. Well, Jesse, when you came up and visited us in Vancouver, did you get some Timbits? Oh, uh, well, no, we had donuts and we had some other random things i think but uh i don't think we got timbits all right well you I have to come back. Again, I'm coming back you gotta make a trip back up well i'll be there for sure because i know i'm going back to seattle for 2020 and you know we've hinted about yeah all we have to there's got to be something happening i don't know what's happening behind the scenes but you know mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna go up that far and not jump over the border again right so right, we'll go oh, cash yeah Oh, heck yeah. That that would be our plan, too. We're thinking, like you're thinking. I think, Jay, are you you thinking 2020? We're going to be up there for... There's got to be something, right? I mean, it's the 20th anniversary of geocaching. Mm -hmm. Um, That would be a huge fail if there's not. (laughs) Who knows? I I don't know what's going to go on, but you got to figure HQ is going to be planning something. Yeah. For me, I'm thinking if they don't, like I don't see a new icon. Bring the block party back for like you know an anniversary, like once every five years. Then it's extremely rare and awesome, and you can go get it. You know the yeah. Um, there's only the one time you can get it, and ah, oh, that'd be great. So lost and found cash. You bring that back. It was a ten year. You could just call it. Just use the same icon. I don't know. Just thought. <laughs> Zach's in the chat room. He said, "Why did you kick him off?" <laughs> <laughs> he was done. I, we were done watching him eat beer, uh, eat beer and drink cheese. We were done. That's right. <laughs> All so right. All, so we, yeah, we rabbit trailed there talking about the discover the forest. Yeah. Track. So we're looking. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. yeah okay. Very cool. Uh, virtual rewards. Yes. Uh, virtual rewards. So it's done. Uh, all of them have to be submitted now. Um, so if you had one and you didn't submit it, you let everybody down. But anyway, we'll move on from that. Um, <laughs> No, they so the twenty fourth they had to all be submitted. So there's probably several in the queue now. I think for reviewers to go through because they have to send them into headquarters. Headquarters has to approve every single one of these. Um, but we're only at twenty five fifty four. There's probably not four hundred something in the queue. Um, there could be, but we doubt it, right? So right. we probably didn't make our three thousand. So we we fell short of my prediction. But twenty five hundred that's some, I guess, right? Um, and the interesting thing is that yeah, I know we'll never know, but I'd really like the algorithm to leak out. Um, <laughs> I won't, I won't call him or her out, but I was talking to one of the patrons this week and, uh, they're like, I just went and got uh, a new virtual and look, and they kind of sent me, uh, the information of who got it. Mm-hmm. It didn't appear to be a reviewer. 
it didn't appear to be somebody that found more than like I don't know. They had 15 caches or something. Oh gosh. I don't know. I I was looking at it. I was trying to figure out how did they get right. I, I don't know. I really don't know. Figure it out, Jesse. Just you're gonna have to let that one go, buddy. Yeah, I know. But wouldn't you love to know what that algorithm was? Um, my like was it like twelve sided dice or what was going on with that? <laughs> my understanding, and, and I'm not going to reveal my source, but I have heard it from a uh, completely unreliable source that uh, <laughs> they had a uh, gymnasium that was all marked off with masking tape and the name of every geocacher in the world put into uh, one of the squares. And then they took a chicken with a felt pen around its neck and let it loose. Hmm. You know, I heard that same report. <laughs> I got didn't, to be true. I did too. That's that's true. confirmed. Then that's that's <laughs> accurate. We confirmed on this show. <laughs> All right, webcam um, watch. Webcam watch. Well, you know, before we move on, Scott in the chat room did say, you know, mm-hmm. we at least got twenty five hundred of them. That's true. We He's got twenty five hundred right. new virtual. So that's a good point. You know, I, I that's agree. Cool. You know. I call them history caches, but they want to call them virtuals, whatever. We'll, we'll move on from that, mm-hmm. but, uh, they can get it wrong if they want to. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so webcam watch, we are at 109 in the U S 266, uh, worldwide. The one that's currently, uh, disabled in the U S that could come back is, um, one in actually Col- in our state. It's in Colorado. So yeah. yeah, it's in Boulder. So it keeps, they're trying to work on that and keep it alive. So I give them credit for that. They didn't just automatically get rid of it, right? They're they're giving the owner time to bring it back. And it came back for a little while, then went down again. So uh, hopefully that one will stay and we won't get below 110. I really, you know, keep the keep, – mm-hmm. I really don't want to get under 100. That's just – that's too sad. That's going to happen one day. Yeah. One day it'll it, be gone. It just will be. People are going to be like, "What's a webcam cache? What, what? What are they talking about?" Yeah, that's that thing, like the lost and found thing, like they used to have them, or you know, uh, mm-hmm. what was the other one? Uh, well, the the locationless cache. Locationless, yeah. I'm not. I'm not experienced enough to have found one of those, unfortunately. So, I almost did. Do you, do you remember the guy? Jay, you might remember this. There was a guy who had a cane. Okay, so hold on a sec. You're talking about a traveling cache, which is different than a location. Yeah, that's not a location that's cache. That's it made a me think cache, of that. Yeah. yeah, okay. I found some of those. I actually found that one. Did you find the can- the, the big cane? The, yeah. Big staff? Okay. It showed up at a mega event once, but okay. not one of the true locationless caches. Those are the waymarking. Went to waymarking. Locationless yeah. went to... Correct. Yeah, went to waymarking. Which, which apparently I... I thought before I went down to Texas that that was a joke and nobody actually did those, oh, right? No, it's serious. Down oh, here, no, right? it's serious. And they are, there was yeah. like a group there. Mm-hmm. And like one of the ladies there was a Waymark somehow. Like yeah. she was, I was like, what is going on? They had an event, a Waymarking event. They had a Waymarking event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember was like, that? oh, crap. Yeah, it, it made me want to look back at it again, right? Like I thought it was something <laughs> that just went away, like those old geocaching challenge things, you know, that they had. It's like, oh. Maybe for another, sh- a- maybe for another show. Yeah, way yeah. for another show. Cool. Yeah, we could have a waymarking show, couldn't we? I guess or we could do, or we could do something like the weird and wacky, the weird, weird world of, I don't know. <laughs> 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 All right, we're moving on. Yeah, so we've been, uh, we're going to talk about some caching you've done recently, Jay and uh, uh, Gary. You've been doing some too, right? Yeah, I'm not. I- I'm. I tried to embrace Jay's challenge at the beginning of this year 
to do a thousand in a year. And so I want to, so, so Jay, I do want to, as I won't get to a thousand, but the year's not over. It's not over yet, but what, what, but what's interesting about <laughs> this whole thing, the towel in. Yeah. I'm throwing the towel in, but here's, no. Here, no, it's okay. But here's the thing I do want to point out is it made me start thinking about, and of course my job change really kind of made this even more possible, which is, well, when can I go, when, you know, if I can't go caching, you know, during this time, when can I go caching? So I've been caching at lunch and that's been a lot of fun. I've been uh, finding a lot of, of caches at lunch. It's been a lot of fun to do. Trying to, The challenge, of course, is to get out, find a cache, maybe grab some food, get back before the time in, you know. But I remember, do you remember, Jay, there was a time you did a Periscope, and I think you were all duded up, and you were like in an urban location, and you were geocaching. Gotcha. Yeah. And I thought that's really cool. So um, I've been doing that. And also this coming Saturday, uh, look out DFW. The Motley Caching crew is going out again. We go out, gosh, not enough, but we, we went out earlier this year and we have a little group and I encourage everybody to, to form their only, their own caching crew and just go, you know, we always end it with barbecue. That's what we do down here, Jay. So, um, but we're going out, we're kind of scouting an area, and we think we've got a cool spot, so we're going to be going to do that. So Sounds like fun. That's very cool. And, uh, of course, you know, because I always have to open my mouth, you issued the 1,000 challenge, and I doubled down on it, right? So you did. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to do 2,000 then. And I think I'm about 1,500 or so in. So I, I, I'll get to my 2,000 before the end of the year. I'll, I'll get there. He's None representing the sh- trips are happening. He's so representing the show well. You which represent- was my ringer, right? That was yeah. going to be the ringer for it. And then I had another one. I was going to go up to where Zach is in South Dakota and had a thousand puzzles that are solved, you know, up there. It's going to go get a thousand for, you know, in one four day period. Neither one of those trips are happening. So I got to get them one by one. But uh, I did get to get out today and uh, I did a bunch of four wheeling. So we went up in the mountains and we went with a group and it was a cool group we had an event and then we went up you know four wheeling after that it was a bunch of jeeps and stuff and uh great i got tons of video and all kinds of junk too um but it's just so beautiful and i even uh so it was cool because we had a group of people that ranged from finding 600 something caches up to like twenty five thousand caches so it was a big you know it was a good range of experience with the the group and i'm i'm kind of in there in the middle somewhere you know so but uh it was fun and i even uh so we were doing some some really, really light crawling over rocks and stuff like that. And my wife drove. So that was her first time to drive. So I was having a blast just watching her. She Before she'd be like, oh, this is scary, man. She was going all for it, hitting through the water. It's like, this is a lot more fun when you get to drive. Yeah. It's like, oh, it was, so it was great. But um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's been fun. But a lot of our caching because of life has been uh, events and stuff like that lately. And, you know, small caches here and there and we actually have the the hundredth event of a series that i started a long time ago uh we have a weekly coffee event it's coming up and i will be out of town for it oh, event. <laughs> oh no <laughs> somebody else is hosting it but i'm like oh you're kidding me the hundredth event coming up and i'm gonna have to miss it but you know life right 
Yeah. Cashing is great, but life kind of comes mm-hmm. in between those things. So yeah, it does. There's always a balance. I am glad though that I'm able to be on the show to address this whole 1,000, 2,000 podcast. Yes, you need well, to because that one you've already hit yours, and you roll really fast. Is yeah. all I have to say. I made a comment on Twitter addressed to my co-hosts that then all of a sudden became like this. It got taken and just ran with it. And then Jesse came back and said, oh, yeah, well, I can do 2,000. Oh, like, yeah. Right, I can do 2,000. Sure, if that's what you want. <laughs> yep, absolutely. You know what? I think it's – and obviously you did it in good spirit, right? You, yes. wouldn't, you wouldn't put anything out there like that that was negative at all. We know that, you know. Yeah, but um, I, I think it's challenged a few people, even if people didn't want to take the challenge, uh, you know, podcasters or whoever, to go, you know what? I, I do want to see how I can get some more this year. So I think it's great. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. It, it has been good. It really has. I mean, like you said, it um, it's made me think a little bit about when, like you said, catch for lunch. So, all right, we are we so, ready? Yeah, uh, I'm actually going to go for at least 2013 this year because I've gotten 2012 one year. Oh no, you want to so break it? Get 2013. It, that's the minimum I want to go for this year. So, <laughs> there there's you go. some sort of challenge. I don't know if you have any of these challenge catches where you are. But there is a challenge, and I've seen a couple of caches for this challenge, that is find as many caches as the number of the year or more. So mm. you know, for this year, you'd have to find 2018 right. or 19, 2020, whatever. That's a cool one. Oh, we, we lost audio on Jesse. He's, he's, he's oh. talking to somebody. Oh, okay. oh no. Okay, he, I got it. He, he muted himself. I so think. I need to go over 2018 this year is what you're telling me. Yeah, yeah and, and then go search for a challenge cache. Gotta yeah, be but then if you find that even if you find that challenge cash like five years from now you've qualified for it right yeah oh, i guess right. i need to go up by one every year and to get 2019 next year and mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you don't have to but you could yeah. <laughs> i probably can't but it's... <laughs> all right into the show we go all right oh yeah okay. we're doing a show tonight i forgot yeah we are we're moving on some night we to do the news and just be done no kidding that's right uh all right so i forget how i think you mentioned this to me jay when we were in we were at gigastock that you were going to you were headed i think you told me you were going to iceland i think yep and i was like oh wow and yeah we talked about this we're like well i have to we'll have to have you on the show to talk about it and then you did this i didn't realize how big this was until (laughs) You were there, and then it was like, "Oh, we're we're moving on. We're going to Norway." I'm like, "Norway? This is awesome!" Oh, well, we're headed to Sweden. It's like, "Oh my goodness, where is this dude and his wife going?" And uh, you were with the Land Sharks, right? We were, yeah. So it was uh, it was an organized um, mm-hmm. adventure that the Land Sharks um, they they have a. Uh, they've done this a few times now and they actually have a really good system for putting this together and work with a travel agent. Mm -hmm. We had, uh, by the time we were hitting the majority of the countries, there were 72 geocachers all together um, going out on these adventures together. And it was a, a a really nice, um, well-planned mix of, uh, geocaching balanced with actually experiencing the culture and the history of these locations we were going to. So it wasn't just we're going to this country and we're going to get some geocaches and we're going to sleep and we're going to go to the next country. It was, uh, in fact, there probably wasn't a ton of sleep involved for this trip, but it was sleep when you get home. We always say, (laughs) 
um, it was, we're going to this country, we're going to see these key things and there's geocaches there. So that That's was, awesome. uh, that was a lot of fun. And yeah, we, we hit a lot of places, as you said, um, started off in Iceland. Uh, yeah. And, oops, sorry. No, I was gonna say, let's start, let's, well, you, you, yeah, run through the list, I guess. And let's, <laughs> let's come back to Iceland and let's, let's go through each country and kind of get, get a feel for for everybody what, what what it was like so go ahead go through the go through the whole trip first you're right keep going Jay. Uh, yeah so the itinerary was iceland mm-hmm. uh, then we went to oslo norway for a couple of days then mm-hmm. stockholm sweden for a couple of days and then at that point we actually transferred onto a cruise ship oh, okay and the cruise ship took us to helsinki finland st petersburg russia Tallinn, estonia uh, riga latvia and then back to stockholm okay. uh, which point we uh passed a little bit and then headed home Wow, that that is incredible. So how long was the the trip total? Was it? Um, it's about ten days. No, more than that. Twelve days. Twelve days. That's not bad. Yeah, it was I mean, pretty good. You, you did a lot in twelve days. I mean, really. Yeah. Well, Zach, right off the top of the show, was talking about Iceland and how he wants to go back. And and I've got to say, I mean, I I am strongly desiring to go back to Iceland and spend a lot more time there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did get to see some pretty cool stuff. And uh, um, if you don't mind, I'm going to plug my YouTube channel. But yeah, um, there's absolutely there's a I couple won't... of videos out there right now Yep, uh, that will give you a pretty good idea of what our adventures were like. Um, so yeah, check that. It's uh, Land Monkey, L-A-N-M-O-N-K-E-Y on YouTube. Yes. And we we'll put, make sure there's links to that in the show notes. And any yeah. particular ones you want, we'll put those in the video too. We definitely Sweet. encourage that. Absolutely if, do any of the uh, promotion on here. We yeah. <laughs> we support that and big time. You know, landmonkey.blogspot.com. We'll, we'll, we'll catch all that. Um, I did put specifically, and I, we, we could put your other one here too, Jay, but I specifically put in the show notes uh, the Golden Circle video cool because i really enjoyed i mean i enjoyed both but i really enjoyed that one because um i felt like it really gave a really good kind of cool feel i think for and again what when you get to iceland i mean you look on a map and you're like okay it's not very big i know iceland's cool because i've heard a lot of cool stuff i've seen it on shows but i mean what was your what was your impression of of the people and and everything? I mean, the volcanoes and mountains and all this yeah. really cool stuff. I mean, what 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 really sticks out for you for Iceland? So Iceland is it's really different than a lot of other places, especially if you've traveled around the continental U.S. and that's kind of your exposure and what you've seen, or mm-hmm. even if you haven't really traveled too much. Um, or for listeners over in Europe, if you've kind of, you know, been based in, you know, central Europe, et cetera, Iceland is very different. Now, technically it's part of, uh, part of Europe, but geologically it is quite new. Um, now I'm talking like geological yeah. scale of time, right? <laughs> not human scale of time. Um, but because of that, it's very rugged, um, very stark yet quite beautiful. Um, you're not going to have huge forests of towering trees, right? You're going to have a lot of areas of, um, there's obviously there are volcanoes, active volcanoes there. Um, there's a lot of areas where the landscape is built out of lava flows, uh, of different types. 
And um, yeah, some of it's just astounding. Um, yeah, I tried to feature some of that in the YouTube videos to, to give people a sense of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just very different. Um, it's hard to explain. I think stark beauty is the term I use to, mm-hmm. uh, to express what Iceland is like, but you can see pictures, you can see video. I really think everybody needs to visit and experience Iceland even for a couple of days themselves. Right. Uh, one of the caches that I was looking at uh, to ask you about is um, it's GC one ground for X file zone. That's our own little. Okay. So geocache. I, I, it's our own geocache and acronym, but it's GC one G or ground for yeah. X file or X and Z zone. So and, thanks for uh, putting that in the show notes because that helped me out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're we're trying to use this geocaching uh, dictionary, so we kind of like it. Geyser, powerful hot spring. This thing has nine hundred and eighty-two favorite points. What the heck? I mean, why is it well deserved? Is it okay? Good. That's it, what. That's, that's not my... even the most favorite in Iceland either, by the way. <laughs> no, no, it's not. But this one came out. Did you do all of them? Did you, you did every cache in Iceland, right? No, no. Oh, you no. would have to spend a good month or so there to do every cache in Iceland. Oh, now, there's only 824 of them. There you go. Um, it's That's not insane. a huge country, as you said before, but it's big enough. I mean, it is an island nation, but because of the ruggedness of it, it's not like you can just oh quickly just do this little loop on the highway and I've seen everything. You do really need to, if you want to see all of Iceland, invest some serious time in exploring and do some research ahead of time. But um, that particular one, uh, Geyser, or as it's pronounced in Iceland, Geyser, um, is the first known geyser um, discovered by people. I mean, obviously there were geysers existing, but the first one discovered by uh, Europeans Okay. Um, and uh, investigated and understood to be what it is and what's going on there. Um, so it is, as the name indicates, it's a geyser. Uh, in fact, it's a it's a group of geysers in a geologically active area on Iceland, uh, as well as some mud pools, etc. The closest thing I can equate that area to for those in the U.S. is um, in Wyoming. Yeah. Uh, if you if you go to the national park there, you might get a sense. It's similar in nature to Yellowstone. Yeah. To some parts of Yellowstone, but it's it's also very different. So one thing I found that was kind of interesting and it made me think about because I've been I've seen Old Faithful and I've seen a lot of the guys like you're talking about, and you you showed that in the video too, was the fact that it's a little unpredictable. <laughs> It doesn't seem to go off in a in a in a real regular fashion. It kind of just um, it it spouts off whenever it kind of wants to. Actually, the the main one there is relatively predictable. Is it? it that's off. good. Yeah, about uh, within an eight minute period, generally mm-hmm. it it, uh, it spouts off. So uh, I spout off a lot more frequently than that. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> Uh, all right. What else? Um, what else with an Iceland? And we're going to do some more traveling. We're going to move over to Stockholm. But give, give sort sure. of a final thoughts on Iceland. 
Iceland. Uh, the other thing that Iceland is famous for is the Blue Lagoon. Um, and so in my first video, mm -hmm. uh, if you go in and check out the the two that I have released so far, and there's, you know, of course, more and more coming. Right. Um, but the first two are on Iceland. Uh, video number one features uh, the Blue Lagoon, which is um, quite a fascinating place. There's a couple of earth caches and a traditional there, um, but it's a spa. So um, you can you can go there and not pay and see it, and you technically could complete both earth caches without having to pay any money, but you'd miss out on the experience of actually getting into and um, enjoying the the spa experience of the Blue Lagoon. And if you're kind of curious, like I don't what are, what are you even talking about? Again, take a look at the video. <laughs> uh, I encourage people to watch it. I try and be very immersive in what that experience was like mm -hmm. um, in that video. There's a couple people in the chat room. They brought that same one up, the Blue Lagoon, that have been. Yes, it's uh, so. Yeah, like I said, it's mm -hmm. basically um, a large lagoon. It's a large pool uh, that looks like it's naturally occurring. That the the deal with it is quite interesting. That it was accidentally man-made, um, and then they realized the uh, the properties of the water in there and turned it into a spa. Wow. Hmm. Um. Okay, so let's move over now to next stop was Oslo. Oslo, Norway. Yes. Oslo, Norway. Very cool. Um, one of my favorite cities from the tour. And, and the reason for that is it's very, it's a very clean city. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, very artsy. There's been a lot of investment in public art in Oslo, which makes it, um, super enjoyable. So, um, you know, I would, uh, if you want to get somewhere and just sort of really feel that northern european the scandinavian vibe and mm -hmm. just really have a uh you know we talked earlier about the the people you had asked me about the yeah people. right and I found the people in um in oslo very similar to people in iceland in the sense that just a very laid back uh welcoming um non-american <laughs> they're laid back dude you said it not me they, um, hey <laughs> i am really tired <laughs> of non laid back Americans. I've had it up to here. You people got you people got to calm down. Oh my gosh. Go ahead, Jay. No worries. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. Oslo has, and, and Oslo is really about, um, the artsiness. Like I said, mm. there, there's a lot of, uh, outdoor sculpture and fountains and murals and, just, you know, take the time if you're going to visit there and just kind of soak in that part of the culture. Right. Uh, and a lot of the geocaches will take you to places that you can get into that. So um, the next video coming out, so episode three of season one, yep. um, will hopefully it'll get released next week. Um, editing takes a while. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to do something a little bit different with my new seasons of uh, vlogs. I've been doing vlogs for a while, about four or five years. Yeah. And I kind of got tired of doing the same thing. So I've tried to really make them like a short television program. It's like watching the discovery channel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I've really the enjoyed day. the first two have been great. Oh, thanks man. Yeah. Well, and, and you do both, which I think is fascinating with for a whole other show, which we usually drink something when we say that, but uh, <laughs> um, because you're, you do a podcast every week, which we'll talk about, 
later on in the show. But sure. you also do a lot of a lot of, of vlogs with a V, and you blog. I mean, you kind of do all three. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I mean, you are. You're the, you're the, and, I didn't and, have time to actually go geocaching, and we hadn't figured it out yet. <laughs> you're right. He doesn't work. That's the thing. We, we learned that he doesn't work. So You just keep that story up. I like that. <laughs> Independently awesome. wealthy, just gets to do whatever. Yeah, apparently. But now, and plus he actually does, at least last time I checked, we talked. You were holding down a full time job. Yes. Okay. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Still going. Um, so anyway, okay. Back to you know, Oslo is another town. We have Norwegian um, patrons, and we really we appreciate everybody. Obviously, we have. Um, but it's interesting to hear uh, some sometimes about their stories and keeping up with them a little bit on Twitter and different things and seeing. You know, Oslo and Norway, to me and Susan, is like another dream come true place to go. Yeah. Um, I really wish I had had more time to get out of the big cities um, right. in the Scandinavian area and get out. Because it felt to me quite a bit like northeastern British Columbia. Um, just sort of the whole feel of it. Because uh, mm-hmm. we did get out a little bit in um in finland we got out of the city and right. then i'll get into that story when we get to there but yeah uh, the reason we didn't actually spend much time in the city uh <laughs> wow but um uh that, that would have been helsinki but uh, we did get out and we got sun gear in um helsinki in, in finland yeah oh in finland uh, yeah which we'll get which to is, in a minute yeah, yep. sort of the jasmine cash there but uh oh, yeah cool. um, sweden and uh finland and norway i mean people tend to blur them together in their minds and they have they do have definitely have distinct culture Mm -hmm. uh, in each of those countries and you have you know if you spend some time you can really start to appreciate the differences as well as the similarities but um uh, geography wise um there's definitely some similarities and it felt just kind of felt like home being from oh cool northern you know, Northwest here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I I did not realize till we had on uh, a guest a while back in uh, being from, she was from Finland and the fact that really Norway and Sweden is really different. Finland and something that even just now comment on is her accent was very much more sounded more Russian than that's more Nordic versus Scandinavian and I think for us that don't live there we kind of forget that they're completely separate places and and, you know yeah yeah each of the three of them are and I mean that's one of the things that um, you know I try and 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 do myself and encourage others when they're thinking about uh, doing planning a trip like that and it's really um making the most of being in those places. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously you want to get some geocaches, right? You want the souvenir oh, for the sure. country. There might be a special, like maybe there's a webcam there that you really want to get since they're all disappearing or, yeah. you know, virtual or whatever. Jasmine, you mentioned. Jasmine. Yeah. Um, but also just, you know, invest some time in, uh, in learning about the place you're visiting and, and yeah. understand how their culture is different than other places because it's just so fascinating to broaden your mind and learn about those things. Well, that is so true. I agree completely. I mean, uh, 
just to me and like in Jesse, I think you 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 know you and you and Christy kind of uh, have similar um, you know thought on this and the fact that if you're going to go somewhere, obviously you're going to geocache, but you're going to be there. You want to enjoy you know the, the time that you are there. I mean, enjoy it, enjoy it for all aspects. I mean, I I kind of I think I've. I actually know a couple people who like they raced to Gigastock, they got the icon, they raced out, and I don't think they really. It's different. People experience yeah, yeah. it differently. Um, well, you're absolutely right, and I just I think you're missing out on too much. Uh, we, our family, and of course we cat we all cash as a family, right? I mean that's obvious. We're on the show, right? But. Yeah. uh we're not cashers first. We're travelers first, without a doubt. Caching is something we found to do while we're traveling. Now, we right. love geocaching. It's something we do as a family or whatever. But if geocaching goes away for some reason, we're still going to be traveling. Right. And we'll still be traveling along through lot, you know. And that was instilled in me by my dad and, uh, and my mom growing up. And, you know, that to us is that's just as much a part of education and raising our children is traveling as school and all the studies and you know we make them read all the time and do all that other stuff but traveling is just as much of that you don't you don't really experience other cultures and everything else and meet people and you don't do that through a book you don't do that through a class or a lecture or whatever you have to really travel the world to do that and right that's to really get out of your little box you know you have to do that now it's great that we have a game that we get to do that automatically and have this connection <laughs> but traveling is yeah it's I, I can't imagine just going to a place and then getting whatever you need and then getting out of there. That's you're missing so much out of life like that, you know? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. No, I, it's too much, too much to miss doing that. Yeah. Speaking of going, uh, uh really fast, <laughs> I could tell you're, you loved, you had like a love hate for this trip. I think the fact that, well, mostly love, but uh, you only got to be in certain places for a very short time. You're like, ooh, ooh, we're we're moving on, and and we're moving, and we're moving. Stay with the group. Stay with the tour group. Yeah. And Jay's like, oh, I, but I want to stay here. So we're and this show is the same way. We're moving on to Stockholm now. <laughs> we're, we we're, we left Iceland. We left Oslo. We're going to talk now about Stockholm. So we're on to Sweden and we're moving on because we have a limited amount of time. So, so yeah, Stockholm again, another one of the just beautiful, beautiful cities. Right. Um, if you're going to visit, uh, number one piece of advice I would give is make sure you spend some time exploring the old town of Stockholm. Mm, very cool. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it really has that super old European feel about, about the way that the town is laid out and, uh, you know, enjoy the food and the beer while you're there. It's mm -hmm. good stuff, man. Um, did you, the, oh, when yeah, you say you, you explored the old town, did you, um, for Stockholm, were you able to, um, for that town in particular, is it a walking, you know, some, some cities are very walking cities. Others are not. Is that one pretty easy to get around in or? So, yeah. So here's the thing. I mean, Mrs. Monkey and I are relatively fit. Um, mm -hmm. so we tend to do a lot of, uh, a lot of walking tours kind of on our own as well, though. Um, if it is, you know, reasonable, safe and, and 
not under huge time constraints. We'd kind of like to just explore a place ourselves. Um, so when we were in Iceland, Reykjavik, we, uh, there, our organized group we were with, um, there was a tour bus that went and took people around the town of Reykjavik, but we chose to just spend that same amount of time walking it. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. And felt like we saw different things and mm -hmm. had a different perspective. Now, what you miss out on is the tour guide, um, giving you some, some intel and info, but what we did in Oslo, uh, was a little bit different. We use the hop on hop off tour buses that I think most major cities in the world have these. Right. Um, and they're a little pricey, but you know, you get in, put the earbuds in and there is a tour guide telling you about things on the area and you've got your interpretive map that you get and you hop off and you go explore a place on your own and do a little bit of reading and figure things out. Mm -hmm. That's not for everybody, but it's totally for us. So in some of the cities and including, so you had asked about Stockholm, mm -hmm. uh, Stockholm, we wandered around ourselves, uh, the old city it's big and you know, it's a full day to go and explore the old city, sure. but it's time well invested. Cool. And I know you put a note in the notes about you Ubered to get a webcam. So what was that like? That was a lot of fun. So uh, a couple of our friends, so uh, Helen, Mrs. Landsharks, and uh, another mm -hmm. one of my friends, RCA777. Um, the four of, or yeah, four of us, we were sitting down and chatting going, you know, we really want to get this webcam before we leave Sweden. So it was the morning before we got on the cruise ship. Mm -hmm. And we're looking at it and RCA777 says, you know what? I'm going to order an Uber. <laughs> you can Uber out. And I mean, this is, yeah. I don't know about where you guys live, but here in the Metro Vancouver area, we're not legally allowed to have Ubers for some stupid reason. Seriously. Do you have yeah. Lyft? No Lyft? No, no. That whole idea. The whole thing, the whole concept. Oh my gosh. Because you'll put the taxis out of business or something. I don't know. It's, it's ridiculous. But anyways, wow. don't get okay. me going on that. Anyways, <laughs> but you did an Uber in Stockholm. But we did. And so this is hilarious, right? So the Uber <laughs> picks us up, the dude picks us up and we pile into his, his car and he's driving us out of town. He's like, you guys are sure this is where you want to get dropped off, right? Right. Dropped off was a freeway overpass, um, several kilometers outside of the city. Yeah. He thinks you're uh, nuts at this point. And he's like crazy Canadian so, you know, pulls up and he parks. He says, this is the right spot. You guys are okay. We're like, yep, totally good. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Canadian, and then Canadians, we had a different uh, pick us up after we got the webcam photo and, and walked around a little bit. And right. He comes and she's picking us up and she's looking at us like, what, what are you guys doing out here? Right. So, good opportunity to explain uh, webcam caching. To right. Else. That is cool. Wow. Yeah. They're like, what in the world is going on here? That was pretty fun. These tourists cool. are crazy. What's the, uh, what's that one cache that it's in Sweden, I believe that is the only cache that, or that's the only location that you have to get if you're going to get the Jasmer four times. Oh, um, so some of the folks on our and trip did you went, get it? So I, did, I did not go for oh, that. No. Um, I chose to do, uh, Mrs. Monkey and I chose to do a, a walk around the old city instead and pick okay. up traditionals and earth caches and virtuals doing that mm -hmm. as opposed to going after that particular Jasmer cache, which, you know, that's, it's a personal choice. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there was a number of people who decided they wanted to go and get that. And I thought, yeah, good for them. Um, mm -hmm. But I wanted to invest the time more in the culture of the area 
And Absolutely. A lot of criticism to everybody. They've got their own drives and their own motivations. So that was, right. we had a, a finite amount of time and I had to make a choice and that was my choice. Well, you know, and that's hard, right? You always have to make those decisions. What's your, what's your priority when you're in an area like that? You can't do everything. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Speaking of time. Yes. We're okay. now moving on to Helsinki. Yes. Finland. Tell so, us how Helsinki was. This will be a quick one because um, shortly before we left on our trip, mm-hmm. we found out that um, your fine president and uh, Watch it. Vladimir Putin were going <laughs> to have a meeting in Helsinki oh, the boy. same day we were going to be visiting the city. So, Dang it, politicians. Stay, stay where you're supposed to be. Leave us alone. So, stay out of our geocaching. Stay out of our right. geocaching. Like, totally hosed over. But anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, so we really didn't get to see the city of Helsinki oh, much. But man. we saw uh, uh, the, you know, I got to say, uh, land sharks and our mm-hmm. tour guides and everybody yeah. were really super accommodating about it. Like, okay, you know what? And, and you know, the 72 of us um, geocachers right. decided, you know what, we're going to make the best out of this. So, oh, yeah. We had the opportunity to actually get out and get another Jasmine cache, which is Sun Gear. Uh, okay. I don't have it off the top of my head, but we'll grab it um, and pull it in there. Sun Gear. There mm-hmm. um, but we went out and found that cache and had a great little hike in the woods. We posted some fo- oh, cool. uh, fun photos of the group of us with a couple of big Canadian flags. That's oh, yeah. Some- I've seen those. Those are cool. Yeah, there you go. Good that was photos. on our Instagram. Um, yep. And uh, then, you know, we visited some other interesting spots outside of the major part of the city. So, you know, you make the best out of it. And sure. there, there wasn't much we could do about it. Would I have liked to have seen the city? Absolutely. But we had fun doing other stuff. So, yeah. Now, at this point, you're you're now cruising to the spots. Right. That was the first stop on the cruise ship. Right. And then we forget that, at least I forget that, your health, you go from Helsinki to St. Petersburg, Russia, and you're like, but like I mentioned, we had we had a guest on from 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 Finland and she did kind of have a Russian sounding. She has a little bit of that accent. Mm. So you went from Helsinki to St. Petersburg, Russia. Yes. Which how crazy in oh today's world we can say that. I mean. But, it was pretty awesome. So that's uh, that's my new easternmost uh, geocache in my stats. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, my northernmost is Iceland. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, speaking of geocache stats, I'll run through real quick. Yeah. Um, I completed Hidden Creatures when we were in Sweden. It was good timing um, for that that thing to come out, oh, right? It was. It was um, <laughs> our 14,000 milestone was in Iceland. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so after the trip, we ended up with seven new country souvenirs and and tons of amazing memories and photos and video. That's so uh, awesome. With our new caching friends. Very that cool. Is, that is so awesome. But yeah, so we we pull into St. Petersburg. And I was so excited when we were planning this trip about getting to St. Petersburg because the history, I mean, uh, you know, all, uppercase, all caps, history. Mm-hmm. When talking about St. Petersburg, Russia, this is oh, the yeah. heart of um, major historical events in that region, right? Everything centered on, uh, St. Petersburg, whether we're talking about, um, the, the czars and uh, yeah. the, the, the Russian revolution, or if we're talking about world war two, or if we're even, you know, perestroika and talking more recent history, there's right. so much 
focuses in that area and so much that's happened <laughs> even up to and including uh world cup soccer that year <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah that's true uh it's it's and you know our tour guides there were spectacular amazing. oh cool but yeah i mean we, i can't wait till i release that video I, people are gonna well there'll be a couple of videos for um st petersburg but mm -hmm. uh, people are just gonna and they'll love that it's just just a, a great time that's great I know that things change over time, and um, Susan was able to go to Russia back when it was still part of the Iron Curtain and all that. It was still part of the USSR. Now that we're 2018, um, obviously you don't have any reference because you've probably never been to St. Petersburg before, but just what was your feeling of the, the people there when they see a bunch of these Canadian tourists come flocking into their city i mean did i mean obviously you've got the the tourist places are going to be like oh we love all our tourists but i mean what was the genuine i mean did you get did, did you get a feel at all for the life there and what they're thinking about as far as the people from different parts of the world coming to see them Right. Yeah, a little bit. And and a lot of that was uh, because we had an amazing pair of tour guides. Um, now, I, also just to point out that there was actually uh, almost an equal number, number of Canadians and Americans in our tour. Oh, okay. So group. really yeah. North, North American group there. Yeah, the Land Sharks do a really good job of uh, That's cool. uh, of organizing things there. Right. Um, but, um, you know, as you said, when you're when you're touring places, you're going to tourist places. You're going into these restaurants. You're going into, um, you know, these various spots and sites that are kind of oriented to tourism. So, sure. the people you're interacting with aren't necessarily a fair representation of the average Russian. Um, that said, uh, I invested some time in talking with our tour guides and starting to understand a little bit about. Um, the people and the culture and, you know, what, what it's like to live in and around St. Petersburg, Russia. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things I think a lot of people say when they start to travel a fair bit, it's like, yeah, you know what? They're just like us. Um, <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's some differences, obviously, sure. mm -hmm. a very different sense of history and place in the world. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, it's about people who, are living their lives day to day. Um, if there was one thing I would say is really different about the Russian people that I learned uh, versus you know my perception of North Americans, over here we tend to focus, and this is a generalization, but mm -hmm. as North Americans, we tend to focus on tomorrow. Sure. It's okay, I got to do a bunch of stuff so that tomorrow I can. And what I noticed about the Russians is it's a lot about I am going to make the most of today. This is what I'm hmm. going to do today. And I think a lot of that stems from, you know, life as a Russian over the last couple hundred years. Um, right. And, and it, it was a, a perceptible philosophical change in life. Wow. Well, that's good. Pretty yeah, it's very cool. Uh, well, I noticed that John Paul Barr is in the chat room. It's got to be what time hey, is it there? What, what time is it there, John Paul? It's got like six a.m. in the morning. No, it's it's. Wow, well, he'll tell us in a second. But so let's talk about Talon. 
Estonia because we've got somebody in the chat room who actually lives in Estonia. And you got to run, you got to spend a little time chatting with John Paul. It's 5 a.m. there, he said, by the way. So, there you go. It was morning. an absolute pleasure to meet John Paul. Um, <laughs> oh, Dan, need... yeah, Daniel Close is like, it's 3 a.m. here. It's like, oh, yeah. my gosh. That is tough. We got some early folks, on, or early or late. Yeah. Depends on which way awesome. you look at it. So, anyway, yeah. So, hardcore. Wow. I tell you, we do. We got we got hardcore fans on the show. We love it. Right. So, so And yeah, worldwide, which is fits in perfect to what we're talking about, right? The travel and meeting people everywhere. Absolutely. That's, that's the coolest part of it. So, you got there to you see go. John Paul while you're there. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so... It worked out kind of funny because uh, I don't know if people know, but his wife, um, when she's uh, not doing her uh, most of the year job, um, works uh, as a tour guide. And I think, now JP can correct, but I think owns her own tour guide company. Mm-hmm. But um, her and uh, another young fellow were our tour guides when we were there. So that was pretty cool. And we ended That's up cool. having lunch with uh, them and with JP in Tallinn. Um, Tallinn is beautiful. It's a beautiful city. Um, it feels kind of like more of, and I don't want to offend anybody who's Estonian, but it feels right. more Russian than mm-hmm. let's say central European or Scandinavian. It, it just, just the feel of the architecture, but it's because it was heavily influenced by everything that's happened historically. But the people are definitely a distinct people. They they are Estonians and they're That's very cool. proud of their history. Um, and you know, our tour guides were able to express so much about what it means to be Estonian when we were uh, chatting with them and, and enjoying the time touring their city with them. It was it was fascinating. So again, it's it's a very different uh, place, Tallinn, very different than anywhere else that we visited. Mm-hmm. And you, know, you just really get to appreciate what it is there and and who the people are. Yeah, he was mentioning his uh, she freelances, but there you go. But yeah, awesome. um, um, the photos are amazing. Oh, I was just throw it in town. We found an amazing TV hotel near the pier where our cruise ship was docked. And I oh yeah, I, yeah. I do have a periscope of that. So if you search through my yes. Twitter history, you'll find that. Very cool. Um, and connecting with JP was so much fun. He was a really good sport. We we uh, recorded some video uh, mm-hmm. that'll be in a future episode um, when when that one gets published. But yeah, um, very cool. But and I was able to purchase one of his coins from him. There's just a be- beautiful work of art. He's he's a very talented coin designer. So oh, he is definitely throw that out there too. Yeah, he's one of our sponsors, and we love having JP as part of our our group. So John Paul's awesome, and um, so yeah, I love the photos that you've done. Uh, we're gonna finish up with talk about Riga, and then we're gonna kind of do some general stuff, and we're kind of wrap up tonight. But um, pretty much up to this point, I think I had an inkling. Or, or more, depending on... Because I've watched a lot of different travel shows, a lot of history. I think Jesse has as well. Mm-hmm. We both have a lot of that. But when you get to Latvia, I kind of go, Latvia? I know, it's a, I know it's a country. I know approximately where it is in the world. But I tell you, I got nothing. I can't tell you a thing about Latvia other than being part of the Iron Curtain at some point back in the day but so tell us a little about riga and latvia and what what is that like and and all that so give us some give us some riga okay so 
So Riga, yeah, I honestly, I knew very little about Riga going in as well, um, right. or Latvia. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably the case for most people in North America, unless you happen to have mm-hmm. that ascendancy in your personal culture. But right. um, it, it was, it was again, beautiful, old European city. We spent a lot of time walking the streets and just checking out the architecture. And I think one of the things that really fascinated me about Riga is that they've, as you mentioned, they were part of the the Iron Curtain and they've kept alive this artistic and architectural dichotomy of the influence, the, you know, postmodern influence of right. um, Stalinist and um, Iron Curtain Russia versus the rest of the older parts of the city, which are, if I was to throw, and again, I don't want to offend anybody from these countries. I'm so Canadian, um, but um, you don't, don't, don't offend anybody. That's very Canadian. Very Canadian. I'll start with, I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, the, the feel to me was very Germanic. It had this very, um, it felt like, and now, you know, the, my, my background here is that I have German lineage and I've spent a fair bit of time in Germany. So right. that's kind of my reference point. Sure. But out of all the other places we visited on this tour, that's the one Riga was the place that felt to me the most like being back in Germany. So, mm. um, you know, uh, it, and again, you know, the language difference differentiation in these different countries was also quite interesting. You, you already mentioned the, the difference between the Finns and uh, the mm-hmm. Norwegian. Right. Um, and I would say uh, uh, also um, the difference between uh, the Russians and the um, Estonians, uh, Estonians and the Latvians. Mm-hmm. There's a very uh, definite, distinct difference in the languages as you go through. But yeah, uh, Riga, just a really beautiful, interesting town. And the downtown square, interestingly, is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So, oh, very uh, cool. Very cool. That's quite fascinating as well. Is there a, is there a souvenir, souvenir for that one? Um, yeah, yep. Okay. There was one for every country I visited. Okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah, that is good. Um, go ahead. Very cool. Jesse. I want to go on. All, I want to go on this trip. I want to go to all these places for sure. I know. Don't. I me too, man. That was what a great trip. Um, hook up with those land sharks. They keep you on. In touch yeah, you just have to. <laughs> there, there you go. Um, cash. Did you? You did. Obviously, did some traditionals. Did you find anything odd that you would go? Wow, I never would have done that kind of container. Or where are the containers? Are we? Are we? I mean, I th- I think you know. Are are we looking at basically the same kind of items? For the most part, around the world, uh, I mean, pill type containers, yeah, Altoid type containers, or was there something like you're like, huh, that's weird. Um, <laughs> only only in the situations where it would be, uh, you know, the container would be for some sort of regional product, and it's well, yeah, you. sure, but right. uh, you know, preforms and lock and locks and bison tubes. Generally okay. speaking, the containers are similar to what you would find here, but you know, because most of our caching was in urban areas, it's urban hides and yeah, urban hides tend to have to be a little more creative. So there are some things that were a little mm-hmm. different than, um, uh, but I don't know, nothing that was earth shatteringly different to me. Like, holy crap. I'd never would have right. found that. 
because it was hidden in this really weird way that they only <laughs> don't or something like that. Right. So, um, a lot of creativity in the caches cool. and, uh, just a lot of history. Right. And I guess that's the one thing is that, you know, you're looking for caches in, uh, in some of these urban hides in, you know, in places that's like this huge, um, you know, one of them was in, in front of a, it was a magnetic, uh, on a, on a post, um, between two flags. So that, that was kind of what was camoing it, uh, in front of this beautiful old cathedral. Right. And you just kind mm-hmm. of feel weird. Like this is kind of weird, but that's <laughs> European urban caching. So it's right. just different than over here. Mm. Did you guys do any, uh, do you use guys? Did you use guys have any events, uh, in, in any of these foreign countries? Yeah, not everyone, but, uh, in in most of them, there was an event, let's see, there was an event Mm -hmm. in Sweden. Um, there was an event in Helsinki, um, near the cruise ship. So outside of the main part of the city, right. both of them were put on by locals. Um, Oh, that's cool. So you, y'all, y'all had somebody else do it. That's kind of, pretty I mean, do much the... all the events were put on by the locals and hosted by the locals, which oh, was neat. Nice. That is yeah. cool. Um, and of course, you know, in, uh, in Tallinn, uh, yeah. JP hosted an event there, which was awesome. That is awesome. Very cool. Uh, Jesse, what do you, you got? Um, Anything? Any thoughts? I'm just jealous. Or, you know. <laughs> I know. I know. No, I mean, you Me know, too. it just every time we talk about travel and going to these new places and stuff. I mean, you know, people that travel tend to have that open mind and and mm-hmm. they want to meet the local people. They want to go with cashers and stuff like that. And yeah, I love it. You know, I mean, there's every day I just add another place that I want to go eventually. With you know, um, and it, just the list keeps growing, and and you see all hear all these cool stories from all over the world and you, you want to go to all of them. So yeah, sure. well, I think you, you did it right. And you know, there's definitely that temptation to, to go and cash the whole time, but I don't think that's the most important. I think the travel is, yes, you're going to cash and you got amazing. You got new souvenirs, you know, you hit milestones and everything else, but you did that and still enjoyed all the area. And I think that's very important. Absolutely. No, I appreciate that, Jesse. Um, Maybe some quick tips I can throw out as yeah, well. Yeah, for- let's let's oh, do yeah. that. That's good good timing for that. Because, um, I, I, yeah, I know you're running long. So I'll no, you're good. Try, try hey, and help we, move along. We run long on this show. That's the way we do things. <laughs> yeah, we're, okay, we're, we're okay with that. All right. Um, one of the trickiest things for this particular trip to plan was clothing, um, believe mm. it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, Iceland versus the rest of Europe is a very different climate. You're north of, uh, you know, north of 50 degrees, north of 60 degrees. Um, no, mm-hmm. you're not north of 60, but you're, you're way up there. Right. Um, in, uh, in latitude. And so you've, you've got to be aware of what that's like. So, you know, we were there in July, but it was nine degrees Celsius and overcast and raining when, wow. when we were there. So <laughs> you, you got to know that. So you got to plan for it because then when we left Iceland and we, yeah, landed in in oslo it was you know like 34 celsius and sunny um so you can't wear the same kind of clothes right so you got to plan for that aspect you also have to be aware because we were going from you know cities where we were spending a couple of days in a hotel and touring around the city and you know sometimes doing our own thing sometimes doing a group thing um versus being on a cruise ship Mm -hmm. um there's some different kind of 
packing considerations and clothes considerations. And I know you've got uh, yeah. other guests who've talked about cruising as well and all that. So I won't get into that detail. But, yeah. but the other thing I was going to say is particularly when you're visiting Eastern European countries, um, you need to be considering uh, your clothing for respecting the culture of where you're going. Um, some of the museums, definitely, if you're checking out the churches, uh, you can't go in in a tank top and shorts. No um, shorts, yeah. Uh, so, you know, think think about where you're planning to go. Where Even if you're not going to the areas I'm talking about, if you're you know, traveling anywhere in the world, right? think about where you're planning on going. Do a little bit of research and figure out, okay, how do I make sure that I can you know, not get tossed out of this place? I want to Right. Or look incredibly awkward or, or yeah. dis disrespectful too. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, that's definitely something, um, on the planning side, uh, of course, you know, getting your pocket queries and doing everything you need to do to get ready for offline caching. Uh, so I guess pocket queries or lists, depending upon how you're doing it, depending on how you do it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, you're not necessarily going to have access to data much or at all, um, depending on where you're going and what you're doing. So it's something you need to really plan ahead um, and understand what you're going to do from that perspective. Um, hotels are usually pretty good. You can get on the Wi-Fi and get caught up. But um, definitely, you probably don't want to be using Wi-Fi on a cruise ship. Right. <laughs> well, it's quick. They'll charge you quick, right? The the dollar yeah. signs will go quick on that. Ding, 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 yeah, it's ding, ding. just rolling. It. You can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Your phone's like smoking and getting hot because it's just rolling through that money. That's right, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, for me, um, before and actually even during, uh, my friend RCA777 helped me learn a few more things about loading your GPSR off of GSAC. Um, right. So it's... It's pretty handy to do that, right? Because you can load everything into GSAC into one big ass database, mm -hmm. and then just grab the stuff you need per right. country, right? Per so, country. Um, Smart. It's, it's definitely one way of looking at. It. Or you know, you know, you make a bunch of lists and use them for offline if you're a phone cacher. Yeah. Um, and you know, remember that whatever tour you're going to may not always go to every cache that you might think you're going to get to. So you, right. You want to remember to respect the time of the others that you're yeah. with. Um, you mean even the non-cashers? Yeah, even the non-cashers. <laughs> oh, my God. Freaking muggles? Yeah. Right now. Well, th that's um, really a consideration for none of us, but but our <laughs> listeners. We have plenty of listeners who they've got a muggle girlfriend or they got a muggle wife or muggle husband. Oh, or... yeah, drop them. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, I meant, I meant convert them. That's what I meant oh, to say. Oh, there you go, convert them. I mean... All three of us don't have that issue, but there are people, like you said, Jay, that's a good good thing to think about the fact that others have that kind of consideration that they got to they got to use. So, oh yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah. Um, on a different note, but geocaching related, um, mm -hmm. TBs. So you're you're probably going to take some TBs over with you. Um, dropping them can be challenging. Um, if mm -hmm. you're doing mostly urban caching, finding a, a cache the right size to drop a TB into can be a bit of a challenge. And, um, depending upon when you're going to have access to Wi-Fi, uh, there's always a possibility that's just going to get scooped out of your inventory. And so yeah. you have to put a plan for it. What we did was for every TB we brought over, we had put each one in an individual Ziploc bag with a note. Oh, very uh, cool. That said, you know, hi, we're from Canada. <laughs> right. Um, we are touring. We're 
you know, visiting and dropping this in this cache. So, you, you know, where you picked it up, yeah. um, we plan to log this into the cache by this date. Mm -hmm. If you could please not grab it from our inventory until we have a chance to drop it, right. that we'd appreciate it. And we dropped about a dozen trackables wow. and that note system worked for every one except for one. So that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Because normally a that's the problem we have with our GPS caching, right? Because you right. know, log it right away. Yeah. People will just grab it out of your inventory instead of waiting. So, hey, phone cachers who Oops. are listening to this podcast, bloody stop doing that. <laughs> exactly. If the track is in inventory, send them a message and say, hey, this is still in your inventory. Can I grab it from you? Yes. That's Ask a good first. It's a good point because there's what, maybe one or two percent still out in the world that use a, a, a GPSR, whatever those are. So yeah, good point. Maybe more than two percent, but yeah. <laughs> I just had to I had to poke the bear on that one. I've seen one of those things before. <laughs> I used one to GPS I, I've things. got one. I got one here, but it's just in a pa it's a Magellan, but oh, I'm that's a, why you don't use it. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah I've got one in a box. That's for another show too. Which, That's right. That's for another um, show. Land there Monkey would be great to come on again and do that. So, all right, wrapping up. Let's get your information um, again. It'll be in the show notes, but um, go ahead and give all the information again, Jay. And uh, as we start to wrap up tonight, tell us, uh, tell the folks how to get a hold of you and everything. Sure, for sure. Um, probably the number way that I encourage people to do number one way is follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, it's at LandMonkeyGC. Uh, so the GC is really important. Stands for geocaching, and it's M O N K E Y, not yeah, with the Land Monkey. It's there's no D in there anywhere. It's no D, <laughs> right? And spell um, spell monkey correctly, not please. I. Not like I've spelled it before, which was two E's. And you're like, that doesn't work. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not that monkey. Okay. That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, so <laughs> Atland Monkey GC. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We've got a Facebook group and account there, Land Monkey. Um, but probably the number one way is uh, find our blog uh, or the YouTube channel. And they're both linked back and forth. Um, it's... Uh, it's land monkey again is the best way to do it. And there's a bunch of different addresses that'll all resolve, uh, to the blog, but, uh, you know, landmonkey.blogspot.com or .ca, uh, mm -hmm. as well as if you do, um, adventuregeocaching.com, that's going to take you to my blog as well. Very cool. Very cool. Well, uh, last thoughts, um, Let's go last thoughts for, we'll start with Jesse and then uh, Jay will get last thoughts on this particular trip and then I'll do upcoming shows and we'll wrap up at that point. So Jesse, last thought. What I would say is uh, Jay said it perfectly tonight, you know, that the travel is the most important thing and he does it right. And he really, you can really see that in the videos and, you know, all those other places too, of course, but I think the videos are, those are my favorite, right? Like I, you know, we hit a lot of social media with all the geocache and everything else. And he does a good job of getting that out there. But I, I love the videos. I love the way you do the videos. And like you did the, you know, this, this most recent ones you did, like season one episode, you know, how you broke it up like that. That's great. I, I think that's, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. And uh, go watch the videos. We'll have the links in here. And I, I think I can't imagine that many of our people in this show, especially in the chat room or whatever, but at least in the chat room, but people listening to haven't 
stumbled across your videos yet, if they haven't, oh my gosh, go, go do it. You know, that's, that's, that's perfect. The traveling you get to do, which we haven't figured out how you do that full time yet, but that traveling is perfect. And you'll get to see, even if you're not in a position where you get to go see those places, that is your goal in the future. So that's, that's perfect. Go check out the YouTubes and uh, just great. I love watching them. So, and I, you know, I got to meet you in person and you're just as friendly in person as you are on the videos, which is always worried about, right? But um, he is really that good of a guy, so I got to meet him in person. So it's it's great. Go watch him. Check out YouTube. You know, not that anybody gets on YouTube at all, right? But no, not, none of our people do, right? Never. But uh, that's perfect. Go check him out. So, all right, Jay. Thank you. Final thoughts on this uh, this great trip you're on. Uh, so first of all, just thanks guys for having me on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a lot of fun to talk to you. I've had the pleasure of meeting both of you in person, which is fantastic. I know now we've, we, we can say that. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, <laughs> really looking forward to you guys planning a trip up here. Um, mm-hmm. I'll take that, show you the ropes. Uh, yep. but, um, with respect to the trip, you know, honestly, I, I think Jesse summed up all the, all the key points. Um, just really encourage people to, to follow our adventures, um, each season, uh, we're going to be showing you a different place and taking you different uh, uh, on different types of adventures. And really, it is about it. the adventure of geocaching is what we're all about and making it fun. I like to say we're uh, ordinary people having extraordinary adventures. So that's a great way to put it. Yeah, just great. Thank you again, Jay. And it was fun. We uh, we got to meet we uh, your lovely wife and, and got to spend a little time together, eat a little pizza with those other crazy guys and gals uh, in Cincinnati. And I think that and got to, to be, be side by side the whole day. Uh, we I think that was cool that we did that podcaster table. I think we're going to do that again uh, for the next uh, Geo Woodstock. So, uh, again, thanks. And uh, we look forward to definitely having you on again real soon and upcoming shows uh next show roger woods is going to be on he's caching um from a wheelchair and so i think it's fascinating roger is going to come on next week and tell us about everything that we need to know because i think it's it's important that we all learn from those that are uh, disabled, wheelchair, different ways. And so Roger's going to be able to give us a real uh, important insight into um, into that. How do we label caches? How do we create caches that are available for uh, those in wheelchairs, different ways? Uh, so it's going to need Roger will be on next week. Uh, Jesse won't be here. Uh, he's um, off the show. So, yeah, no. I quit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse won't be here next week. I do my own traveling, so that's great. He is. He, that's exactly. He's on the show. Is that what happened? Yeah, I think that's it. He's that's he's, right. He's done. You get booted out. Gary Gary just kicks people out like that. <laughs> no, but in two weeks, Jesse will be back, and we're going to talk to John Bishop. Speaking about travel, uh, John Bishop's going to be on. He's from AMS Travel Sales. He's one of our sponsors, and we're going to talk about going to the Bahamas and mm. geocaching. So that'll be fascinating. Also, they just finished a trip to Alaska and um, he's going to give us the lowdown on that trip and all the geocaching they did on that trip up uh, to, to do in that and coming back to Seattle and all that good stuff they did in three weeks. We're going to have on the folks from the Homa tour geo tour 
and find out how the heck they keep two geo tours going and how you can be involved in the homo tour and should you even go to the homo geo tour is it worth it um we know that joshua the geocaching vlogger has been twice now it's like that's crazy so we got to find out something about that so in three weeks they're going to have we're going to have them on and we're looking forward to that. Um, that's show 116. So good, well, we hope. I was wondering how you pronounce that word. So Homa. It's Homa. Homa. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, really looking forward to that one. Uh, just to hear, get some insight into GeoTours. And so it'll be fun. So, well, we hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Uh, email us your comments, geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. At Geocache Talk, mine's at Gary Slinkard, one word. Uh, we're on Instagram now quite a bit, Geocache Talk. Uh, Memphis Mafia, all one word. Uh, go check out those on Instagram. Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Geocache Talk. Show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, as well as the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click on the subscribe button and ring that bell so that you can get notified and you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis and tell your friends about the show until next week. Don't just talk about geocaching, go book your next trip, maybe even to Iceland and go geocaching and all those other places that Jay, that Jay went, maybe Scotland, maybe, maybe Scotland, maybe Sweden, maybe Norway, go to all those places. So anyway, good night, everybody. Good night.